The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Warning, this episode of Build Your Tribe contains adult language and themes. This is your warning. Please either put on your headphones or save this episode for a moment in time when the little ones aren't around. Welcome to this adult version of Build Your Tribe. Welcome to Build Your Tribe with your host, Shalene Johnson. Listen, I have been there. I have experienced rude, obnoxious, degrading comments on my live feed. I mean, obviously, you experience those comments like on your YouTube videos and Facebook videos, but it's really something different when you experience them live. On more than one occasion, I've had a live video go into the popular spot, which means it's being seen by a lot more people than just your normal followers. When this happens, it's like the equivalent of the kid in your high school senior class who was the partier who would like photocopy flyers for a party and then pass it out to all the other bad kids. Yeah, that's what happens when your broadcast gets in a platform where people are going to see it who normally wouldn't see it. All the trolls come out. Now, a troll can find your live broadcast even if there's only three other people watching. In fact, trolls love to do this because they want a reaction from you. So I've been live and delivering a topic like something about marketing or goal setting or health and fitness, digestion, you name it, no matter how serious the topic, it's difficult to stay focused and ignore the comments. But it's happened. I've had them say things like, hey there, you're pretty. Take off your shirt. And that's someone being polite. I mean, I've had (laughs) vulgar language, sexually suggestive, not sexually, like completely sexually degrading comments. Comments about my appearance. You're old, disgusting. You're beautiful. I want to do this, this, and this to you. Like, you name it. They're trying to get a reaction from you. It isn't about you. They don't really think all of these things about you. It's a game. It's literally a game. And that's how I've been able to completely ignore the comments. In fact, the only time it can be very distracting is when everyone else starts getting involved and will say things like, go away, you troll. And then everyone starts like trying to tell this person to go away, which little do they know, that's what this individual who's usually a kid, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to disrupt things. Okay, here's kind of a funny one. if you can think of trolling as funny. I was doing a live broadcast, sitting on my couch in the office in our home, broadcasting live. And suddenly in the comments, I said, you know, ask me your questions. And so I'm reading the comments because I usually am not looking at the comments unless I've specifically asked a question. You know why? Because it's difficult to stay focused on your message and delivering it with clarity and authenticity and to be succinct. And at the same time, reading comments and weeding through them. I mean, that's asking your brain to make so many different decisions and stay focused at once. It's impossible. Don't even try to do it. My best recommendation to you is to finish your sentence, your paragraph, your point, 
And then take a moment to read comments if you want, but don't try to talk and read comments at the same time. You will feel distracted, you will look distracted, and you will be distracted. Generally speaking, I don't read the comments while I'm speaking. But again, there's been occasions where the comments are just going crazy because they're responding to a troll. So I'm sitting on the couch in this particular example, and I finish my point and I ask my viewers for their questions. And the first question is, how much is your couch? Seemed like a pretty valid question. I didn't know if they meant like, how much did I pay for it? So I'm like, this couch? I don't know. And then another user, different name, says, I have got to know where you got your couch from. And I'm like, really? Okay. I don't know where I got it. I'd have to ask my interior decorator. And then all these people start asking me about my couch and I'm falling for it big time. I'm like, you guys, it's just a cream colored couch. What's the big deal? It didn't dawn on me. Suddenly, everybody was talking about my couch. I literally got off the broadcast. It completely took me off my topic. I got off the broadcast and I said to Brett, I'm like, I don't know what what the deal is with our couch, but like everyone was going crazy. I mean, is it that nice of a couch? Maybe it was the pillows I had on there today. Flash forward a couple of days, I go live again, and guess what happens? Yep. All of a sudden, people start asking me about my couch. The only problem is there's no couch in the live video. I'm broadcasting from my kitchen. So now I know something's up. And then somebody leaves a comment that says, oh, these are spammers. This is what they do. These are trolls. They just go around and they disrupt as a group people's live broadcasts. Now, that seemed kind of harmless. It was a little bit funny, to be honest, because I've got a good sense of humor. I thought, okay, that's, it's harmless. It's clever. It's funny. I thought it was kind of funny. I don't know if the average person would think it was funny. I thought it was kind of funny. But my point is, the intention is the same, whether they're being vulgar or being funny. The intention is to disrupt your train of thought and to take over to take over the broadcast. It, it takes you from a position of power or authority and gives them the authority or the power, just the same way a hacker feels. Now, if at this point all I've done is heightened or confirmed your fear of going live, don't worry. I'm going to help you understand this. And I'm also going to share with you some tips so you don't have to experience this. But I also want you to know if you do experience it, who you're dealing with and what's really happening here. When we think of an internet troll, I think it conjures up visions of this like 20-something angry kid in his basement who wants to hurt kittens and destroy lives. But I think you'd be surprised to find out that a lot of these people, they're just lonely people of all different ages, and they're, they're just trying to find a way to be significant. I want to take a little break from this kind of heavy, weighty topic and talk to you about something that's really important to me, and that is keeping your life focused and on track. I have had the most amazing response to the episode I did with experts sharing their best tips to stay focused as busy entrepreneurs or parents or people building their brand. Successful people rely on their habits, not discipline necessarily, to make things happen. One of the most important habits you can develop is creating a plan for your day every day and having a way to assess if, in fact, you're on track and accomplishing your goals, a way to keep track of all the things you need to do each day, which is why I've designed a day planner. It's called the Smart Life Push Journal. The concept of a push goal is something I started teaching almost 10 years ago. 
To date, over a quarter of a million people have learned this process and have changed their lives. It's helped countless people to become millionaires. Forget about becoming a millionaire. Like It's helped countless people just restore peace, calm, and order to their day. Make them feel accomplished. So I invite you to check it out. If you haven't already, please go to smartlifepushjournal.com to learn more. It's a game changer, and I wouldn't interrupt this broadcast and tell you about it if I didn't think it was going to improve your life. Thank you for allowing me to share that with you. Now back to today's regularly scheduled program. To better help you understand the science behind trolling, here's what the SciShow has to say about the psychology of trolling. Dissociative anonymity describes the ability to hide your true identity online. This gives people the sense that their online actions can't be linked back to real life and can remove a sense of responsibility. This also instills a sense of invisibility. Without eye contact or body language, commenters can become more disinhibited. They go on to describe the type of individual who's drawn to internet trolling. Typically, it's somebody who just doesn't feel like they have a voice in real life. They feel insignificant, powerless, unimportant. Trolling gives them the opportunity to get their words just right. You can disengage and re-engage whenever you want and craft your responses more carefully than in face-to-face conversation. An equally common trait is that these individuals don't feel like the person who they're attacking or trolling is a real person. And one part of that is solipsistic interjection, which means you basically create a character of the other person in your mind. So the other person has become dehumanized. As a result, there's a disconnect between the real conversation you're having and your constructed version of the other person. And this next piece might explain why so many of the comments are sexual in nature. This can then lead to dissociative imagination, where online interactions are seen as more of a fantasy than a reality. We've always known that the internet, I mean, the advantages that we have by having this free platform, right? Like the opportunity to spread your message, to meet people, to build a business, to sell things online for free and social media. That's a pretty amazing thing. I just believe the world, the universe, God is fair. So there's plenty of good and plenty of evil in all things, including social media. And frankly, the personalities behind trolling are the people are the saddest and the loneliest. It's a distraction. It's a distraction from their own pain. It's a distraction from their own loneliness. It's a way to deal. You know what it is? It's a game. Psychologists refer to this more accurately as antisocial personality disorder. It results in an inability to feel empathy or guilt and a tendency to take advantage of other people. And sadism describes the tendency to take pleasure from other people's pain, which is some pretty dark stuff. It's not just dark. It's bizarre. It's disturbing. It's sick. I mean, in in doing my research for this podcast, I just started, you know, Googling the topic and, oh my gosh, it is crazy. And sadly, they take great pleasure in kind of sharing their conquests or sharing how they've trolled other people. So not only are they trolling you, but they're often videotaping or creating a screen recording so that they can later post it on YouTube to share with other people who engage in this behavior how they have upset shocked, horrified, degraded, or ruined a person's day. I mean, there's thousands and thousands of these videos where people are, I mean, it's like, and you can hear it's the voice of a a grown man who is sharing how he's trolled. And this is just the most recent one that I just watched before recording this. It's a grown man's voice. And he's jumped on a young girl's Facebook Live. This girl is clearly very overweight. She looks like she's maybe 
maybe middle school, maybe maybe a freshman in high school. And he's recorded his screen. On the screen, though, you don't see his face or his real name because he's an evil little coward. You see her face and her real name. And then you see the comments that he's typing to her. And you hear him laughing and she's horrified and it's degrading and she's upset and he's mocking her and making fun of her. And there's all these people commenting under the video like, that's awesome, dude, like loving it. And while I've prepared this episode, you know, so that you don't have fear going online and, and going live and broadcasting so you understand how to how to take control and how not to allow these people to dim your light. But I also think if you're a parent, you need to teach this stuff to your kids too. They need to turn off comments. I mean, of course, it's your decision whether or not you want your kids to be doing a live broadcast. That's a whole nother episode and at what age and for what purpose, etc. I'm just saying you've got to be aware that it's a dangerous device. Social media can be incredibly powerful. As you know, my son Brock has and my daughter both have, have used social media to build their businesses. But anything with that much power potential also has that much danger and risk associated with it. Like you have got to be a ninja. You've got to be so vigilant if you're allowing your kids to use social media, which I think can be done if done correctly. I digress. But the point is, there's some pretty sick people out there who actually enjoy hurting other people. As they say, hurt people hurt people. But this has become a game and they share techniques with each other. One of them is, of course, anytime something shows up on the popular feed of a live Instagram feed, which I've experienced myself. I've gone live, it'll say you're live, and all of a sudden it says top live. And the second it says that, I'm like, oh no, what do I do? Because I know here come the trolls. The trolls are looking for that opportunity. Why? Because they know there's a lot of people watching. Gives them power, significance, and authority. So here's how to handle that when you're on Instagram Live in particular. Once you click Live, you'll see at the very bottom, it'll say comment. Because ideally, you could be commenting at the same time you're broadcasting. In that little comment box are three little dots. You can click on those three little dots and turn off comments. Now, I don't always do this. And I don't make a point of announcing it either because then the trolls know that they've won, right? And they're going to look for you again. If they can get a reaction from you, they're coming back. If they don't get a reaction from you, they're not coming back. So what I'll normally do is if I'm broadcasting and I get a couple of random comments, I don't think anything of it. But if it starts getting out of control and I know that my viewers are now being exposed to vulgar language and rude comments and it's obnoxious and it's completely distracting now from my message then I'll tap those three dots and turn off the comments. My live broadcast can be saved. It can be saved to my phone and later updated or posted organically to Facebook or YouTube. And it lives for another 24 hours on my Instagram live where people can comment in the DM, which trolls usually won't do because there's no audience. But you can at least still connect with your targeted audience. So, if it's a fear for you, if it's preventing you from going live, then start your broadcast off by just turning off the comments until you get really comfortable. And, and you know, who's to say you ever have to turn them back on? That's up to you. But just know you have the ability to turn them off. The same thing is true on Facebook. The absolute worst thing you can do with trolls, with people who are trying to get attention, is to give them attention. 
So I've heard people say that they respond to people because they feel like they're defending themselves. And I get it. You know, let me just be honest. I've done it myself. And it's never good. Because (laughs) no matter how irrational this person is and how logical your response is, there's just as many bizarrely insane, illogical people out there on the internet who are excited that someone got your attention and they can come to their defense. So it just eats up all your time and it creates this no-win situation. You're not going to win because you're not going to change their mind. In fact, they win because they've got you to question yourself. They've taken some of your attention away and they believe that's a way to take away some of your power. So don't respond to comments. Delete them if they're showing up after your live or on your posts, say on Instagram or Facebook that are static posts. If you've been following me for any length of time, if you watch some of my live broadcasts, you've probably seen me make some mistakes that I don't want you to repeat because you saw me doing it. One of them is I'm, I'm kind of sarcastic and I also have thick skin. So I've been known to when a troll makes a rude or obscene comment to come right back at them and, and you know, call them out. I'm like, oh my gosh, did you just get back from your ride on your 10-speed bike to the corner store to buy your six-pack and you're back in your mom's basement where you're having fun trolling? Like, I'll, I've made fun of them, which is probably not the best tactic, but I'm making a mockery, making fun of someone who's trying to make fun of me, and that person already feels insignificant, has no empathy, and they've got a screw loose, not a good idea. Now, in 2015, as you may or may not know, I had my Instagram accounts and my Twitter and Periscope all hacked in the same hour on a Sunday night. If you've not listened to that episode, it is scary as heck, and it will will scare you, as it should, into really doing a great job of protecting your passwords. And that doesn't mean by using crazy passwords. That means you've got to encrypt them. You need to use a password protection program or software, like 1Password. That still happens to be my favorite. But anyways, when that happened and my accounts were hacked and I was meeting with FBI agents. Now, the reason why we were meeting with FBI agents, spoiler alert, is because eventually my hackers sent us a nice little extortion letter requesting that they, demanding, I should say, that they be paid in Bitcoin or they were going to do many things, including doxing us. We'll talk about that in another episode. So we're meeting with these FBI agents and I'm like, oh, these little punks, you know, and I'm kind of like getting salty and I want to like put them in timeout. And the FBI agent looked at me and he said, do not poke at these kids because they have tactics you couldn't even possibly imagine. And they have no morals, no ethics, and no empathy. And I was like, oh, wow. He's like, you don't want to get into a battle with someone who doesn't care and has nothing to lose. I'm like, you got a point. So just like my mom and dad would tell me when I would tease my little sister, Don't antagonize, don't antagonize, especially don't antagonize someone who feels like they don't have as much power as you, because you just never know when they are going to decide to fight dirty. So I apologize if you've ever seen me do that on a live broadcast. It's not recommended. It's a horrible tactic, and it could get you in a whole heap of trouble. I'm telling you, these creeps can be scary. They can seem scary in the same way the boogeyman can be scary because you've heard scary things about them. 
But once you lift up the covers and you look under the bed and you realize there's nothing there that can hurt you, well, then you can sleep soundly. And the same is true of going live. I mean, once you realize ultimately there's nothing to fear, as long as you understand how to control the situation, you can turn off comments, you can report people, you cannot engage, you can delete comments. They're only scary and they only have power if you give them permission to have power, if you give them permission and the space, the platform that they need to get people's attention and to get a reaction from you. By not going live, by choosing to hold back on your greatness, by limiting your potential for your business and your message and to reach people, by allowing these punks to intimidate you, you're letting them win. You're contributing to the problem. You can't do that. We, we need to win. And we win by having knowledge. I always say knowledge gives you confidence. Knowledge gives you power. Knowledge gives you the advantage. And so now you know, now you know who these people are, how sad they really are, what's motivating them, and most importantly, you know what to do about it and what not to do about it. So step into your power, step into your greatness, go broadcast live and have the confidence and the peace of mind to know that you know what to do should a few trolls try to crash your party. Well, I hope that this has been an enlightening episode of Build Your Tribe for you. As always, it's my goal to be brief, to be bright, to make it fun, and then to be done. We're not done, though, because you have an assignment. Go live. Go live and then tell me about it. Tell me about it on Instagram or on Snapchat or leave me a speak pipe message, but tell me about it. And let's just say that it would be really great, actually, if a troll showed up because then you could share with us how you were able to deal with it. This is going to be awesome. I can't wait to hear from you. Until then, just know I appreciate you so much. I am so grateful for the time you spend with me. And be kind to others. Be well. And I'll talk to you soon. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So... At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable. It's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast.